0: Post, get there first, the near post, get there first, don't get there, second, don't get their third. The near post, get there first. If it's for football news that you thirst, the near post, get
1: there, get there first. Welcome to the near post. My name is Aaron Flanagan. We're talking football across the Australian Community Radio Network. Um with me in the studio tonight, it's Nick Comston and Nick Ames. How are you, Nick? Good, thanks, Simon. Not sure who's the first one to say hello. <laughs> good, <thanks. laughs> We've, good you, we've
2: established protocol that NJ here go, goes second. So. Yeah. <laughs> right, you've established that, I mean, yeah, yeah. Elder Nick. <laughs> yeah, Elder yeah, this, State, is, this is what happens when you've been away, Eamon.
1: Okay, yeah, well, that's good. Um, so if you ha- we're going to talk about the Matildas and Harry, of course, and uh, the Joeys and Mustaframini and everything to do with football in the off-season. Or oh, not if you're at the World Cup, of course. But uh, oh, it's Is a fan- it the off-season? doesn't no, feel like the off-season. It's fantastic. 12 months of football never stops. If you want to contact us, I've got... A, Something you need to know about football, at gmail.com or uh, you can catch us on the podcast on the blog, nearpost.blogspot.com and on iTunes, of course, and on hardtimeheroes.com.au. Dedicate the show every week. This week we're going to dedicate it to one of our youngest Australian players, if not the youngest Australian player ever, to score a goal at a World Cup. Emily van Egmond, fantastic strike, fantastic goal, just 17 years of age mm. and uh, fantastic to see. And that leads us straight into the quiz question. Name the three Matildas who have scored a goal at this World Cup. Dun, 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 dun. Lisa Devanna. Lisa Devanna. Oh. oh, who was
0: it? Carnes. Lena Lena Carnes and,
1: of course, Emily Van Agamond. So, well mm-hmm. done team. That's three goals. Emily
2: set up the first one.
1: Didn't she? With mm-hmm. a deft touch. Very deft. Yep. E- yes, and she hasn't been uh, renowned. I've watched her a bit at Canberra United during the season and um, she hasn't been renowned for... Uh, her uh, deft touches in my view but mm. um uh, and it's interesting because she came into the i guess we'll go straight into it oh well, no we'll talk about news in a minute but um uh yeah we'll talk about emily in a bit more we've got some news coming up and uh here it is we're going to start with uh, of course that that great victory by the matildas over um, equatorial guinea 3-2 in the world cup so a well, mm. bit, bit of world cup news great game mm. Fantastic game. It's got their first point to the World Cup with a 3-2 win over Equatorial Guinea. Uh, Brazil is past Norway um, as uh, Marta scored twice in their 3-0 win over Norway. And the Japanese coach Norio Sasaki says his team is finally beginning to bloom after reaching the quarterfinals of the Women's World Cup with a sensational 4-0 demolition of Mexico. And, of course, Japan are another Asian team uh, from our region. Mm. Um, Other football news... How different is the Croatian League to the A-League, both in training and the actual games? That's the question mm. the 442 asked Stephen Lustica,
2: who's recently signed for Hadjot Split what, on a four-year deal. What would Stephen Lustica know about playing at Senior A League level. <laughs> <That isn't laughs> well, he wouldn't know funny. much about it. That's
1: right, given he only had like two half games or whatever it was, so maybe a little bit more. But um, he certainly trained with the Gold Coast and he was captain of the youth team that uh, won a mm. couple of trophies. Uh, Stephen quoted, Training is totally different here in Croatia. We have two sessions per day, followed by a game in the evening. I know it's pre-season, however, it's not, it, this is not something I've experienced in the A League. The intensity... Here is so much greater both in training and in games. There's very little spare time between sessions and resting is of great importance. When asked the difference between his coaches, uh, Balikov and Bleiberg, what was the difference? He just said, Bleiberg. who? Mm.
2: <laughs> but Mr Bleiberg hey. had
1: said that Stephen was too small, too slight, too this, too that yeah. right upon leaving. So, um, you know, you can understand. But the guy's got a four-year deal.
2: It um, will, it's very interesting to see this year that Gold Coast have had a very good youth team. But you wouldn't know it to see the senior team, like Bloberg doesn't have a reputation for giving no, players a go. he doesn't. If a guy picks up a four-year deal, you know, with Hajduk Split, I mean,
1: they're a top Croatian team. And, you know, mm. guys, anyone going to get into that squad, um, interesting move. So we'll watch that with interest. The other news, Central Coast Mariners midfielder John Hutchinson has joined Chinese Super League side Chengdu um, on loan, which, of course, is... Um, mm. Mariners' sister club, and also uh, where Laurie?
0: Well, I'd say I hope they want to keep him on a permanent deal. Uh. Ooh. As Ooh. a Mariners family. Stick oh. it
1: in. Mustafa Amini over the, the Mariners. And Mustafa Amini is signed for Borussia Dortmund, putting in fantastic
2: news for the early league Good league. outcome. Good outcome. This is, this is, I hope, a template for the league in future that uh, they've finally completed the transfer after several months toing and froing. And they've immediately loaned him back to the Mariners for this year. One of my favourite players to watch.
0: What? Yes, another Mariners fan, Nick. Um... No, he's definitely, it's definitely a win-win situation for us. Uh, obviously, we've got a player who is now contracted to one of the biggest clubs in Europe, uh, averaging almost 80,000 um, fans every game. That's a pretty mm. good effort yeah. and, and he's then... going to be
1: involved presumably in the Olympic qualifiers which he has been already mm. and also the Young Socceroos um, and the Asian Champions League so he's going to get plenty of football um, and it's interesting that Borussia Dortmund have said well he can stay in mm. Australia that's good enough for us that's mm. also an interesting point from my vote
2: of confidence in Graham Arnold absolutely
1: because mm. uh, there's certain coaches I wouldn't have left him with well, i.e. Well, Mr Glory.
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well,
1: but It, it is is—it is interesting, isn't it? If they sign him for this amount of money, but they still think, well, he can mm-hmm. stay there and that's good enough for his development. I suppose because
0: so. is, he, is, he will be running the show here, like playing hmm. the main man for the game. If it was going to be like brought on as a cameo, I don't think they would really want him to stay, but. No. Yeah. Hmm? No, it's good. Substitute no, so, so choice. The, best, Troy, the best
2: hair in the A League. Well,
1: that's true indeed, probably the best hair in the football world. Troy Harefield earned Central Coast a massive scalp as his well-taken goal gave the Mariners a 1-0 win over the Scottish Giants, Glasgow Who were they playing? Uh, Mariners. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, they won 1-0, so good luck to them. Celtic will go on to play Perth and then, of course, Melbourne victory, where Harry is going to be announced, according to Eddie Maguire, lest we forget, as um, <laughs> we'll talk about Harry in a moment. Um, and Bolton reportedly is set to reignite their interest in Middlesbrough's Australian international Reese Williams as to prepare a formal £2.25 million offer. Middlesbrough are under pressure to reduce their uh, their their wage bill. Anthony Kovic has lost his place in Sweden. Dylan McAllister made his starting debut for his new club, Breiderblick. They're um, Iceland, Iceland- Icelandic oh. club, in case you were wondering. Hmm? Uh, mm? Okay. Who else have we got? We've got uh, Josh Kennedy scored uh, in um, Japan again, and also Alex Brosh scored three times in the last month. Eddie, teammate Ozzy Eddie Bosner scored t- a rare brace while playing at centre-back, and uh, Matt Branovic has played a number of games this month in the J-League. And uh, there's lots of players happening in uh, China. Um, Dean Heffernan, Bruce Jitte, Adam krasnik uh, Bruce
2: Jitte is tearing it up, isn't he? I've A bit of a goal scoring too.
1: Yeah, most of these players are on loan. Um, Mm -hmm. Joel Griffiths, Dino Dubic and Jonah Sully also in China, they're more permanent. And Luke Devere is getting fantastic reviews in the K-League. Presumably the other players are taking bribes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, no, Ooh, we do like no it, no Luke has got a better reputation. Yes, and Luke DeVere is, is a fine Luke. player. I'm very I'm in, I'm impressed with Luke. So uh, and in the United States, Joel Tyson has made a positive start to his new PDL team, MPS Portland Phoenix. So Ben Summerford, thank you for all the information. And on the last one on the international scene, Mark Schwarzer kept a clean sheet in their three nil first game in the Europa Cup. Yes. Fulham are back and playing. Wow. Yes. Hey? And presumably yeah. they must have Europa, been... I've Europa Cup,
0: pretty high profile. And they must have been in pre-season They're training. In the first profile. round of qualifiers, I believe. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is, did Fulham get in because they won the fair play? The fair play... Or?
0: No, they were fourth, I think it was, because I think Chelsea and Tottenham finished above them or something, but because they'd already qualified. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Early it's early all very good. Conditions. Fulham, born <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> Anyway, but, anyway yeah. so the, the point being they'll have about two or three weeks between seasons, um, unlike mm. our lads, which... Uh, have uh, two or three years, it seems like, but anyway. <laughs> but we've still got plenty to talk about. So the Matildas, they're going, they're marching on, they're on the way. Um, Nick, you watched them, uh, Nick Jr., you watched the uh, the second game against Equatorial Guinea. Um, any thoughts on the Matildas? Well,
0: it was pr- pretty good stuff, I have to mm-hmm. say. It's
2: not, Awesome game, I uh, thought.
0: Playing out from the back, it was superb to watch. Um, obviously, a couple defensive errors from Cvet Usman, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's about
2: until, uh, um, it it played was well against
1: Brazil. It was yeah.
2: a bit, bit out of character. She, did.
1: she looked a little bit like she was heavily strapped. I don't know whether that um, impacted her. Own, but she did look heavily strapped, and uh, she didn't seem to be moving quite as freely. I thought that's mm. not to say. Uh, I mean, the mistakes she made were um, pretty. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think just a bit
0: too complacent because yeah, Equatorial Guinea were not up to scratch. Apart from that, their their captain Anonam, or who scored both those goals, mm. they yeah, were, she was
2: good. She was good player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were
0: a bit yeah. But um, look, they, I, they I, didn't I, I didn't have any trouble catching the ball, though. No, no it was...
1: Uh, I mean, that was one of the most amazing moments you've ever seen in football. Thierry Henry apparently said um, he wasn't sure, he thought that it was okay. Mm. Diego also um, said... It was all, all in favour. Diego yeah. saw no, nothing wrong with it. So, um, you know, but uh, it was the most amazing moment. I mean, she held it for more than two seconds.
2: And, and how
1: the referee, none of the all assistants... All the it. Yes, it was... ...saw it. Like, it's extraordinary. Crazy. It was an unbelievable moment. And the referee was right in line and... Then the goalkeeper went and picked it up. So if you were any doubt that this goalkeeper's just caught it, then someone else has gone and picked it up. And you think, well... And I think it would have changed the game. It would have made it 2-0 to Australia. And the way they were playing, I think it would have,
2: um, you know, it would have changed things quite early in the piece. Um, Well, thankfully it hasn't. You know we've got the three points. It hasn't sounded, yeah. Oh, it's it tense. It, so oh. look,
1: I mean the Matildas. We, I think we've got to hype this Super. Bowl. I'm going to say that was the one of the best Australian football performances mm. I've ever seen. The only things I would compare is Brisbane Raw. last year. I think they um, uh, in some games they were superb. or many games, and also hitting some Socceroos team in 2006. Oh. But I don't think there's been an Australian team play more beautiful football. Than the Matilda, no, it uh, was
2: superb stuff, and and that they turned over what five players from the starting lineup. From, that's the other thing from thing. the first game, extremely. and that's so encouraging it you turn half it, a tip, and, and, and they were so, good. The
0: Seventeen-year-olds in the starting eleven yeah, as well. They're so young, yeah, it's
2: incredible.
1: Now I've got to get um, onto Emily Van Egmon because um, I've watched as I say at Can mm. United, and uh, a few of us, you know, we all, you know, what we're old, old fellows. We often criticize people. Well, mm. she's seventeen years of age, and. Uh, not always renowned for running back and marking players. She was playing in the number 10 for United. And when mm. she did get the ball, she'd often make a, a superb long ball every time to nobody. And it was as frustrating as hell for us to watch. Yep. She's a completely different player. She's doing deft touches for that first goal to, Gary Ock, she, um, to <laughs> First funny.
2: pass to Garriott. And that, that goal was extremely well taken. Just <laughs> put it in the corner. Very nice. It's one of those things. Oh, it a beautiful finish, wasn't it? Was Just balance. what you want. Aggressive, fantastic. Normally, mm. you'd see them go straight over the bar. It is
0: fantastic. Hit, mm. hit the player. She's straight 17. Down, straight in the back of the net. It's That's the, what's interesting. One isn't of it? the
2: exciting things about having a young team is that if it comes together, they can improve rapidly. And but she's 17 playing,
1: as I think Nick
2: mm. mentioned off air, in the number 10 position.
1: How exciting is that for yeah. Australia?
2: To have a player so, like that? Yeah. And. Look, it's a, it's a big game for them against Norway, and Brazil's taking care of business against them fairly easily. We've sorted it. We're the going to be fine. Winner a draw sends them yeah. through. There's mm. no way we're going to lose against Norway.
1: This team, this squad is too strong, too good. It's superb. And I think um, you know, the only way we can lose is we do a Brazil of 1982 when Junior, if you remember, or oh, the best the best World Cup team in men's football, never to win the World Cup. They just delighted the fans with their football. Like the Australians, mm. and then they were playing Italy, and I think um, Junior passed it to Cesar and uh, you know he scored three goals. and Brazil went home, and we all cried, and I still haven't gotten over it. So if the Matildas went out on Thursday. I Jersey... still
2: haven't got over bloody Iraq in nineteen ninety seven. No, <laughs> no. Well, we won't get there. <laughs> no. It was Iran
1: actually, but yeah. you still,
2: you old enough to remember that one? <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, no that was the death not... the Matildas. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I would,
0: I definitely say that they are a chance of winning it if if we can, you know. Be a bit more focused at the back. If it could stop giving away mm. stupid goals, yeah. you're right. Apart I mean, from that, yeah, mm. it's it's very promising in attack. It is, and if we don't, if we're not like in with a shot of winning this one, next one with all those mm. players, that's,
1: yeah, let's not. Yeah, but you're know. right.
0: Let's get with this one. No, I reckon
1: you're right. Nick. I reckon they've got a mm. good chance. Look, as soon as they get out of the group, it's then it's going to be tough. Look, France look very good. Um, mm. Germany, of course, America. It's not going to be easy. I think it's the highest standard. I mean, the, the standard mm. of football
2: has improved. Out of sight for the England are well on their way to disappointing, as they did in the under-17s. <laughs> it's a as national well did, past yeah, tournament. Yes. Yeah, but it's the, the other thing that is interesting, as
1: we were saying, guys, uh, players like Tegan Allen and Emily van they would have been 12 and 13 around the last World Cup and mm. the Matildas exploded onto the, the wider football scene and they must have thought, OK, I'm already a good player, here's my pathway. Mm. and they've obviously the W League came along in the last three years. that's mm. given these girls a chance, and look how far and how quickly they've come and got into, forced their way into team. You know, Elise Perry, she was the shining light. She was mm. coming, you
0: know, as a cricket football superstar. She hasn't been able to get a game.
1: Mm. Mm. It's, um, it's
0: amazing. It's been so, very impressive. It's probably what we wanted the A League to do. Well, that's right. Honest. We just need a
1: few more um, yeah. superstars coming through. Now, just uh, on, on see, the final... Look,
2: I think the... The A League is helping. I think the the current state of our twenty to twenty three year olds perhaps reflects you know, in the middle two thousands we did have a bit of a slump, but oh. sort of but the
0: seventeens aren't doing much more for the Okay, me, we'll no. we'll
1: move quickly on to the, the on the seventeen. Just just okay. before we leave the material, I just want to point out um, a couple of players who were I don't know who you impressed you other than Emily Van Engman, but at least Keller Knight for me. Oh yes. Mm, beautiful uh, stuff. Uh, Anybody else who particularly took your eye?
0: Oh... Uh. Lisa Devine was good in patches, when she but came on. Yeah, she was a brutal game, I thought. I mean, I thought, yeah. oh, some of the challenges they were throwing. In. And then <laughs> mm. when we gave it back to him, oh, did you see that? As oh, the the seizing on the ground from one player when yeah. she got hit in the in, hit in the shoulder came off arm in a sling. Back on five seconds later. Mm. I loved the way the Aussies oh. gave it back to him though.
1: They said mm. we're not having any of this. They got straight back into him. I thought, good on them. It was uh, it was good to see. But yeah, uh, at least kind of night. Calum McCollum, I thought, had a, mm. a good game. Uh, Kim Carroll. I mean, there were so many standout their, their players. Did
2: ball work was fantastic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Lena Karmis,
1: I thought. Sam Kerr started really well, but then faded out. Faded out very quickly, bit. so perhaps she didn't perform, but again, she's a very young player. Yes. Uh, Lena Karmis, I thought, I was I'm impressed with her pace and aggression and stuff, so no, it's good. Can't wait for the next game, so mm. Norway bring it on. Now, Young, we'll go to the, um, we're still waiting uh, to get to Harry, of course, but um,
2: lots to be said about Harry and Bernie. We're always but, still waiting for Harry. Yes, <laughs> that's the story of our Australian football life. Joey's... Um, Let's let's from the high to the low. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 Nick, you
1: just made a big statement. How um, you know the A League has helped all our player development and uh, et cetera, et cetera with that that, that, that older age group. Well, uh, explain away this debacle. Yep, it's a debacle.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> Fozzy Fozzy
1: said yeah. Jan Vesely and the coach should go. Um, he had about four hundred and fifty. Uh, comment on that statement mm. at the
0: last count, which is a phenomenal response. Yeah, I was reading through some of those today, and which tells you I'd the say about extent half of, the of them. Interest. were telling Fozzy to get his coaching boots on and go out there. But yeah,
2: mm, Fozzy's very angry. I don't. I I just think has see, he got a point though? I mean, I'm very
1: interested in the uh, the Joey's. Um, you, I mean, you went there. Uh, what do we want to see at the Joey's? We, probably we want to see a style of play, and we'd like to see individually. We'd like to see two or three players who are. Exceptional, so yeah, we can get yeah. our hero status behind them and think, "Wow!" Now, Dylan, Dylan Tumbades was um, is probably one Apart of those. Apart from Tom but he did. Really... Really, he, he's the not the player I want to get behind. He's really? not the. No, I'm sorry. He might be on the bench for West Ham, but you went to the offer him of a permanent contract. I'll believe it when I see it. He's on a youth contract at the moment. Um, look, the Ivory Coast. Yeah. about yeah. the
2: under 17s. Yeah,
1: well, let's compare Tumbades D- D- to the um, Ivory Coast centre forward, the guy who has scored oh, uh, goals uh, for Solomon Yeah, who would you prefer? Ah. Oh. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Yeah, but laughs> so he's he's scored eight in three games, and it wasn't he just the way he scored. Him. He were uh, oh, the superb no. goals. Mm. Tom
2: Reed look okay. He's a young guy, but um, you know he scored a lot of goals in the warm up. He scored goals in the tournament. They made the second round. Uh, he I was head good. and
0: shoulders above the rest. I he thought was. He the was. keeper
2: was good. Uh, Paul, oh, uh, Paul, Izzo. Paul Izzo. 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 he had he had a lot had to do. Right? He had a lot to do in fairness. So a lot of practice.
0: But they were disappointing. Was good, but everything else was. I thought Chapman was good at the back. Um, well, the
1: other guys, like they talk a, about King at Liverpool, King. Mm. and they just mention guys like, oh, he's at Liverpool. So automatically, I'm sucked in. I think he must be good. Mm. And you watch him, and you think he's not good. No, oh, and, not good and Brown, not
0: the left back, caught out for all four of the goals. Careful what you're saying. He's,
1: local? Um, uh, yeah, no, he's Mr. Mr. Brown. I forgot his name. Brett, the,
0: ja- I think it was James Brown or something. Yeah,
1: no, but his his dad is <laughs> uh, his dad is it? Will uh, come to me anyway. He played for Brisbane Roar. Roy mm. Brown, oh, I don't know, I forgot his name, mm. someone out there is cursing me and telling me who his name is. But anyway, he played for He's you know, he's part of the old mm. uh, Australian soccer fraternity. So they
0: were talking him up on SBS, I noticed, mm. because it's a mate's yeah. thing, isn't all it? It's thing. But now we're suggesting, no, no, we're not suggesting, we're saying it right. Yeah, all I'm saying is that all four of those goals were either finished from the right or started on the right. It was, it was yeah, pretty, they, it was a bloodbath. They were able that. to play it behind our wingbacks. The thing
1: about like. this best game, I thought was, we had, 10 minutes in the second half and we were 2-0 down and he changed it a bit and put some extra forwards on. We actually looked okay and then mm. Tom brady got sent off and that was the end of that. Mm. Mm. So I was kind of hopeful for a moment there but there you go. Mm. Uh, so Van, Sl- Van Slayen, should he stay or should he go?
0: I can't... Uh, I, I don't think he had the right approach so he probably should go but for most of the problems you have to say that it's really just the grassroots that isn't... So really think, the, the thing
1: I was disappointed about it is we expected that these 16 and 17 year olds they would have come through by now mm. with you know from being trained from twelve thirteen
0: fourteen in, in a more modern yeah. way, but we 're not seeing the technique there really see it's very hard to implement those sorts of strategies nationwide but we, we took a T-boy
2: boy at boy boy fifteen years of age very vocal on your blog about the the cost to him in you know he can't go to the next under 17s
1: Well, you look at what he played in that World Cup, and he played care. fifteen
2: minutes against Brazil, and he played and he got sent off in the next game. What a waste of time! If he's good enough to go, he should go. The, well, I, I the, think point, what the, the point it tells me he wasn't. Of this tournament is player development. He's not that good, and the sad thing about it to me suggests that he, he's not that good than yet. Somebody else, he should go.
0: Well, the sad thing is that there's not That's, a sixteen been or seventeen a lot of year old. Comments about- the, the wrong players being selected and such but I
1: don't know whether that's true because I mean basically yeah. the best players will be at the IS in general
0: you would think so and
1: yes. also they'll be developing most because they'll be able to play best, so. okay well T-boy glad that you got to go um, you won't be going again but and hopefully look he's only 15, oh, right, so mm-hmm. no doubt that he can develop but I just wonder whether it was the best development policy because surely there must be another 17-year-old out there who would have benefited
2: more mm-hmm. and would possibly improve for the good of the game Harry Cure, Bernie Mandic Bernie Manich. Is is there a less popular man in Australian football right now? Um, mm. No. Blyberg. You're in Blyberg. Bernie
1: Manich. Ooh, I think. Mm. No, I think Bernie's number one. He's been up on Twitter. Ben, ben Buckley's not all that popular. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, good point. Mm.
2: Now, a Bernie, what is, Jesse Fink burns a few bridges. Too. He does burn a few bridges. What, um... What's Bernie playing at? Come on. Oh, look, it... I can see the I can see the game he's playing, you know. It's Tell us the game, reveal. Maximi- maximise the dollars. So he's coming.
1: he hasn't got enough offers overseas, so he's coming and said, right, we can go to Australia. He's gone to Melbourne victory and then suddenly we've noticed Sydney. That's been playing around a little bit. And then suddenly mm. just when it's been, everyone's talking about Melbourne, he throws Brisbane out of the air last week. Mm. And, and, like, and Brisbane, where did that come from? And then
2: my take on it is that he's had an offer from overseas and he's got, how did we get out of this? I... The one thing I believe is not to believe a single thing that comes out of Bernie Matic's mouth until there's actual pen on paper. Until that point, it's all a game of bluffing and lies. Well, he's
1: played the case. Australian nation like, a not And if he's played it to get a better deal overseas, well, that's mm. sad, isn't it? Because really, it's going
2: to taint Harry over it here. It is, and that's a potentially Pyrrhic victory. Yes. He's, a, you know, he's he, an icon. He's an icon, yeah. He should be thinking about what's the value of the long-term value of harry kuhl the asset that's and, right which is potentially there's some fantastic tweets today on um you know like
1: mm. talking about what um what sort of uh, uh things bernie might be asking for in his contract and the things like um, you know we change the league the league will now be called the hhk league <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you know i don't know uh, there's all sorts of things he should have his own show on fox sport and uh, uh, only, only Harry can be interviewed after the game. And uh, I don't, there's a whole heap. We'll go to Harry Kuehl Twitter and you'll find some fantastic, mm. amusing Australian. Yeah, tweets. there was
2: a good article this afternoon summing up Bernie Maddich's approach about how, well, he spoke to Harry when he was 19 and Harry said, look, it doesn't matter what I do during the week. If I score on the weekend, I'm still a hero. I'm not sure that's the case anymore. I think the media perception does matter. And well, particularly in Australia and his
1: age. I mean, mm. Harry's not going to be around at the top of his game. He may or may not get into the next soccer's World Cup squad with injuries and possibly no. age. No. So no. you just can't see. So therefore, now it's about managing his, his exactly. next move. If he doesn't come this year, we don't want him.
0: Mm. Well, there's... I think this, ha- this had to be it because he was, he was still at a relatively high standard. Well, particularly now that
1: he's put himself out there that he might after be After this coming.
0: next contract, it, it might be only one year, it might be two, mm. but if he um, comes...
1: He's blaming Kyle Patterson, the FFA media guy. Well, if you're really true about negotiations, you just keep negotiating, don't mm. you? Unless you've got something better on the table. Yes. I'm, Why? Because I'm if you not, didn't...
2: Uh, the victory aren't ruling him out, and I wouldn't I wouldn't say this was dead quite yet, but... If he does sign overseas, it's a very disappointing
1: It He might not be dead yet, but yes. for managers to, step, to back down from this...
2: Oh, he's a, he's a two-faced operator. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust anything he I says listen without not
1: I actually listened to the interview. Proof. Have you heard the interview that he made on um, Sun? I listened to the interview. It wasn't as bad as he made out. He never said that we're not going to sign this mm. year. He just said, "Look, oh, you know, I'm not impressed that they've come out and uh, said mm. this deal." So maybe they're
2: just skewing he said, his words. And they asked him, "I mean, publicity. I
1: think the, the Melbourne people, radio, I think they thought so. You know, mm. they started the interview, said well, Harry's going to sign for Melbourne, mm. and, and Eddie McGuire said you know, so. It must be true." And he said, "No," and I think the interview was totally shocked by this. Mm. Uh, so he stepped back a bit. So maybe it is just a play, and it's been mm. taken out of context in the sense that um, Mandich has. Uh, he said, "Well, you know, we might sign this year or next." Or something like he didn't totally say we're not signing this year. He just said Monday was the deadline. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you can't There's see
2: a, it happening again. Nick. There are, well, oh, he. I certainly think he can sign. The risk for him out of out of all of this is that Harry Kuehl would end up being the rich man's John Aloisi. Now, I would, I was there when Australia beat Uruguay, and Aloisi scored the penalty. We all went crazy. He was a national hero at that point, and yet a couple of years later, he's a broken-down forward for Sydney getting booed by the fans because he's perceived as a... But, he's d- not,
1: but Harry's been a hero. He's not just a hero with football fans. He is an Australian hero. With You take him down to a shopping centre and the women will go... People know who Harry Kewell is more so than John Aloisi oh, ever. Yeah,
2: he's not... Nobody's Teflon, though. Well, Harry's probably as close to it as we've got in the football yeah, a couple sense, of, a couple he? of injuri- If he doesn't watch his image, he could be... You know, on well, he that could. Aloisi
1: path. If he is, is going to. Well, no, I don't agree with that. I think Harry's a different player. Like, I think I've put Harry on, in the class of Dwight York in the sense that Harry can play. Aloisi was yeah. always a striker and nothing else. And once he slowed
2: down, he didn't have a lot to give.
0: It's, yes, it, Harry's just Harry it's could play any.
2: He could play anywhere. But what if he has trouble getting out on the park? That's the thing, you know. All this hype, maybe the team. If he's, Uh, well, if anybody can cope with that, if anybody
1: can cope with the inability to get out on the park, it's Harry Cole. He's had more pressure than he'll ever get in Australia. Not turned out for Liverpool in time Mm. and time again after a
2: multi-million dollar move. He cope with that. I think Harry probably can cope, and he'll he'll get out on the park. Well, it's whether his image uh, can cope with that. Would would the fans get impatient? Uh Wow. I don't it's know. Mm. You can't yeah, really I mean, it's, it's a tough one. I guess. It's
1: an interesting deal, though. They, they want—we don't still don't know whether he wants thirty percent mm. of the away gate or seventy percent of the away gate. Nobody seems to be able to determine which part of the away gate he wants. But, well, I um, was—I
2: was watching Harry news. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, nobody's got the full story yet. No, but if he is going to come here, why would you
1: come out like Bernie has and set it up in this antagonistic type way? Well, I can't get my head around that that's one. That's just the way he plays the game. Unless it's for more money. And the thing that they don't want more money, we don't want money, he says, he says on the interview, they keep throwing money at us. And I'm like, yeah, so why are you not signing? Because we want more money. But he's saying we don't want money. Really? And that's what he says on the interview. He says, yeah, he says they keep people keep throwing sums of money at us, but we don't want a guaranteed money. We don't want money. But then they're negotiating back. They, the, they, they they they're waiting, saying, they're waiting, they're waiting, waiting the, for a knighthood? They think the away <laughs> gate is obviously going to bring them in more money than a set deal, but it just sucks, doesn't it, the way they've yes. gone about it and the fact, it, yeah
2: Look, if if he does sign with the victory announced at the Celtic game, we'll, we'll all forget about it but if he signs overseas that'll, that'll carry some bitterness with it There's it going to be it's some sure burning will. of shirts I would think
1: yeah, I reckon mm. the AFL involved. I reckon the AFL is paid yeah, him yeah, not yeah. to come. Actually but, somewhere. No, greater Western Sydney. Well, Eddie Maguire, cool. Eddie Maguire Eddie McGuire set it up as not he? Eddie sets it up, you know, <laughs> on the FFA, AFL Eddie League said he's coming and then we, what do you know? He's not good.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> some, of the, some of his shirts as well. I know some of my Soccero's tops are some fairly nasty polyester. I wouldn't be want to be near them if they were burning.
1: No, no, that's right. Okay, well, that's a lot from Nick and Nick and myself this week. And uh, we'll still be no wiser, I'm sure, next week, whether Harry's with us or not. And uh, if you are going to Just the Just near-
2: hopefully the Matildas are.
1: That's right. Good luck to the Matildas. And if you're going to the near post...
2: Get there first.
0: Who's top of the A League and who's coming last? The near post, get there fast. The near post, get there first. The near post, get there first. Don't get there second. Don't get there third. The near post, the near post, get there first. The near post, get there first. Don't get there second. Don't
2: get